Hey, good morning, my beautiful people, and we're back here for episode two of season three on the Woman on a Mission podcast. Today, we have a very special guest who is also my therapist and one of my favorite people. We have Mr. St. Clair Brown here to share with us, and today's podcast topic is going to be called Mental Health from a Male's Perspective. So you know the drill, we're going to pray first, and then we'll get right into it. So dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity, O God, to listen to what your manservant has to say to us by the power of your Holy Spirit. Father, I pray, dear Jesus, that who needs to hear this recording, it will fall right in their laps in the name of Jesus Christ. May this recording go to the ends of the earth in the name of jesus father we ask that you will come and dwell with us your word reminds us that where two or three are gathered there you shall be in the midst so father we make way and we make room for you to do what you see fit today in jesus name amen so who is mr saint Clair brown St. Clair Brown is a certified holistic counselor and life coach, wellness massage therapist, marketing advisor, playwright, and director. Most important, a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He's also the owner of Healthy Cottage, a Christian counseling and well care therapy business. St. Clair has a passion for physical, mental, and emotional education for the kingdom of God via Yahweh ministries. He also has been married for 18 years to his beautiful wife Donna Brown and they have a passion for marriage and family. So good morning St. Clair. Good morning, good morning. Thank you so much for joining with us. So we'll get right into it. Our first question for you today is what is your coming to God story? Yes, please. Um, unlike others, I don't have a major coming to God story. Um, I gave my life to the Lord at the age of 11, and then again at age 29. There was no major anything. But what I can say is I always had a relationship with God, even as a, a small child. Um, so I remember many times I'd walk in the streets and be talking to God. So it's like talking to yourself, and many times older people would stop me and say, Yeah, little man, stop talking to yourself. <laughs> Right, but I always have this ongoing conversation um, with him. I felt his presence from young, so mostly somebody was praying for me from from the womb. So I didn't have any major sicknesses, any major thing. Is just I just responded to, to the call of the Holy Spirit, and and that was it. That's beautiful, and it's interesting because you don't hear many men talking about having that relationship with God, especially, you know, in our society, they mostly push religion rather than relationship. So that was beautiful. Thank you. What does mental health mean to you as a male? I know this is something that you're passionate about. We read it in your bio, so we are excited to hear what you have to say. Um, to me, mental health is important for men. Um, overall, I think mental health is very, very important, period. I'm just going to use the definition by, um, by, by Paho, and it says mental health is a state of well-being in which the individual realizes his or her own abilities, can cope with normal stresses of life, can work productively and fruitfully, and is able to make a contribution to his or her community. And as a man, um, I think that we have looked at mental health 
um, or period, um, the world, but especially the taboo behind it, men men see mental health as brain health. Brain is the organ, but your mind is much more bigger than than, than, than the brain. So your mental health now is your entire state. I said your state of physical, mental, emotional, financial, your relationships is all encompassing. And to measure that, are you in a healthy state that you can then come to a place of contributing to, to your community? Like, are you able to deal with the stresses of life? Are you able to deal with your own personal stresses? Are you in a position that you could handle um, a relationship and a family? Are you in a position to impact your community, um, the region and the world by extension? And that is the office of, of a man. So are we in a place knowledge-wise about ourselves? We, we have to be able to govern ourselves, understand ourselves, and make, by extension, love ourselves. And so we could actually be able to love someone else. So I think our mental health for men is very important. And especially um, going even deeper as, as, as a black man, we need to understand ourselves because our society um, can actually work against us in, in a huge way. Powerful, powerful stuff. We're going to take a minute to just digest all of what St. Clair just said. And then we're going into question number three. As a therapist, how do you take care of your mental health? Well, very similarly, understanding myself, I think it was is major in um, understanding my strengths. So when I'm starting to um, get weary mentally, emotionally, and I'm always doing self checks. So the body speaks clearly. So I would know when my body is also telling me something. When I need to take a break, I take breaks in between sessions mentally i can take mental breaks i could take one minute breaks two minute breaks um i can recover quickly so that's something with myself um i use deep breathing exercises so i'm always checking in myself i think um your body can give you registration so um there's certain things with my skin if i see my skin doing certain things i know okay this is definitely time for a couple days break um, if I'm calling and trying to recall information, I recognize it's taking a little long, longer. It's most likely I need rest or I'm looking at what I'm eating. So I'm always self-checking myself to make sure that I'm in a, a state um, mentally so I can stay healthy. I love that. Love, love that. Um, just to add a bit to what St. Clair said, um, in terms of anybody taking care of their mental health, be it you're a therapist or not, I think that um, exercise is also very pivotal, um, along with knowing yourself and stuff like that. And I am a huge, 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 I am huge on taking breaks as well. So sometimes what I do, well, I do it every month. I pull away from social media because it can be very draining is what I found. And I just take that time to seek the Lord, get back in my oneness with myself i guess we could call it that and just go from there because we were not created to be machines we're supposed to take Amen. breaks yeah so yes please um i want you to discuss with us a few ways that we can confront our traumas oh that is interesting traumas can come from different areas in life um we could go through um relationship breaks breakups a divorce um, accidents, you know, death of a spouse, a loved one, you know, and it can affect us in so many ways. So things like, you can see things trouble like sadness, prolonged sadness, 
um, feel as nervous, jumpy, um, high alert, anxiety attack, panic attacks, irritability, anger, difficulty in sleeping. Um, even though it affects your relationships with people, work, uh, intrusive thoughts, flashbacks, nightmares. Um, trouble feeling positive emotions, avoiding people, places, memories, or thoughts associated with traumatic events. So these are some of the traumas that we can have in life. And some of the things that I do suggest is um, leaning on your loved ones. That is quite important. You know, you have family and friends who are dear for support. Um, and wait till you're feeling in a place you're ready to discuss the traumatic event. Um, you would talk to them. And, and that is very good if you have someone you can really lean in. Somebody that listens, really. <laughs> Listen to you. You know, the Job had his friends come and they really just spent some time just saying nothing. So you need to have friend that is willing to absorb and be there with you um, through it. The other thing is to face your feelings. Uh, many times we try to avoid uh, thinking about things and the feelings. So, and, and it's kind of, it, it, it will be there. It's still there. It's a white elephant in the room. And that is the way, um, especially as a therapist, we try to get people to face those feelings and walk towards them and allow um, us to go through them. So avoidance is normal. But we can't do it for a prolonged time. So facing your, your feelings or your emotions um, so you eventually get back to a sense of normality, normalcy, um, normal routine. And, and likewise, um, prioritizing yourself um, is best to, to start to look at yourself. That's when things I try to get people to do. Start by, you know, dressing the girl, making the girl look pretty, getting your hair done, you know, getting your hair done, getting your nails done, you know, getting exercises, as, as we just said, you know, working out so you get a good night's sleep even if you just lay down and and try to do things to express yourself journaling is one of those things art music you know they have a lot of um art um things out there you know you go just eat and paint and stuff like that that's become a big thing because very therapeutic music meditation relaxation just walking hiking all those things starting to get connected back to self um deep breathing exercise is very important um, learning things like mindfulness is good for dealing with trauma. Um, there are some things like um, EFTs, which is learning how to tap. There are certain tapping programs that can help you deal with trauma, get that out of the body. Massage is one of those things to help the trauma get out of the body. And the, the thing was to be patient. Um, remember, it's normal to have a strong reaction to stressful events. Don't beat yourself up. It is okay to one day at a time, one day at a time, so, it's, so you can recover. Yeah, so just taking your time. It is okay to take your time. Beautiful. I often encourage my patients at work with that. Um, because I think that we stress more on mental health recovery being a destination rather than a journey. And a lot of people have a false sense of reality when it comes to healing. The mind and I also I also encourage them you know it depends on the severity of the wound mm -hmm. that will determine how long it takes you to heal so do not put a time limit on your healing I understand that like you said so beautifully that having having a natural response to something that traumatizes you is okay but my favorite point of what you said is to be patient everything was beautiful but to be patient I think we lack that we'll be patient in other areas of our lives, but when it comes to our mental health, we want it to be done. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So tell us how long have you been a therapist and what led you into this career choice? Um, it's kind of um, an unfolding thing. Um, it been counseling for more than 10 years. Um, but as far as setting up the business and you know, we started five years ago, but full-fledged, I mean, really deep down, we've been doing it four years where we've really pulled it in and made it into a business uh, for the last four years. Um, I can see it definitely full-fledged as my career um, last four, four to five years. And as the last part you asked, um, what led to the career choice? Well, I can say it's God for certain, um, and it's just how the circumstances occurred. Um, I was in the field of marketing for 18 years, and then there was a shift in that. And then I found myself in my 40s, um, trying to discover who I was. Um, working in the health industry for so many years, that was part of my identity. So to reconstruct myself um, in this stage of my life was interesting. And thank God for a wonderful wife who stayed um, with me where I try to discover, you know, how am I going to provide for my family? We just bought a home um, and I'm in the midst of a transition. But it really sat down. I remember years ago, I sat with a guy who was very successful and he said, you know, what would you do if you didn't have to worry about money or anything? What is the thing you found, you know, you would be gravitated towards? And that was kind of me going into myself and looking to find out what is deep down inside that you know you're designed to do and it took me about two years to kind of work that out because i love to draw i love to do this i love to do that but then i started to see that in the midst of everything it is that i want to empower people so the whole thing of developing a business of counseling and definitely moving in that way and then god fused it together there he brought all these modalities and then all of a sudden boom here i was being a health therapist um, and really enjoying enjoying it every single day. That's powerful. I often tell people when they ask me about my therapist, and I didn't know this part of your story at all, I would always tell them that when you were born, God just stamped you and said, <laughs> provide therapy for my people. Because honestly, St. Clair, I cannot see you doing anything else. But hearing your story, it helped cement the importance of the pivot because you were in something for so long it doesn't mean that god can use those 18 years and and of course he did because you brought in the healthcare into the the wellness therapy and the life coaching and stuff like that so this is really encouraging to me especially know that i am about to pivot in my career as well so before you move you. on, just before you move on, so you can understand, um, even looking back, um, even though I was doing the marketing and I was doing sales and all those things, what I did find that, you know, I, it, it didn't land the plane for me. Mm-hmm. And I found that when I would go with clients and I found exciting when a person started a business and how it basically be like showing them how to get the business up. And many of spend so much time have a person advising them, um, going through certain things to help them. So that was where my enjoyment was. It was in the, the meeting the clients, empowering the clients to you know get their business up. And and that that was saying to me that that was where my my thing was. I didn't even know it was the, the thing, but I found the same. Although I was doing the sales, it wasn't in the sales. It was empowering the clients that were I was selling to, and thus. 
like I said, starting to look at the pivot, then it, it makes total sense with white, it can find fulfillment necessary in just selling the products. That's powerful. And you literally, you really have to be in the vein of God this morning because I was literally about to ask you, what is your favorite part about being a therapist? But you answered. So, Empowering people? Yes. All day, every day. <laughs> so we thank you so much for sharing that with us. And tell us a bit about Healthy Cottage. Um, Healthy Cottage is... The word cottage means a small, intimate space. Um, and we're about that whole process to heal um, health and healthy where individuals can can get to that place of, of mental and emotional, financial, relationship health. And we use several modalities. So the thing with Healthy Cottage is that we are a space where um, we, we call it Healthy Holistics, the home of Healthy Holistics, where talk therapy isn't enough. Because counseling, life coaching can talk to the to mind, there's all the different modalities, there's the CBTs, um, there's all the different methods to, to counseling. What makes us a little unique now is that we bring in other modalities along with the body because the mind is more than just your thought process. The body is also a part of it, your hormones, your emotions, your endocrine system. And therefore, when we bring in the other modalities like supplementation, um, detox in the body, massage therapy, reflexology, it now deals with the whole man. We have financial coaches. So we are not just um, a counselor, we are also well care therapy. And as I said, we do the massage, we do the reflexology, we do um, detoxing, natural supplements, we look for whole natural supplements to assist our clients. We specialize in relationship and um, counseling, be it premarital, marital, divorce, um, just at workplace relationships, church relationships, anxiety, panic attacks, bereavement, like death um, is a big thing that people don't recognize that counseling is major, the body basically becomes very traumatized. Things like anger management, and we do a testing of your emotional health. So as I said, we do have tools to, to do that also. Beautiful, beautiful. I just wanna add to what St. Clair said, especially because I am currently one of his clients. For me personally, I always felt like, or well, like my mind would try to convince me that there was nowhere out for me that I was gonna die the way that I was. I was very scarred, very traumatized. <laughs> and in our sessions, we discovered so far some of the reasons why I am in the space that I am at. And I would have told St. Clair if, if I was introduced to him about two, three, probably like four years ago, I wouldn't have taken on the... I wouldn't have taken this on. Nobody could convince me that I needed help because in the eyes of the world and what I wanted to portray was that Shannon had it all together. Nothing doesn't hurt me. I still had a bad turtle. All these different things. And every night I'm crying myself to sleep. And I, not that I believe. I know that this is God's way of getting me to a pla the place where he wants me to be because I cannot minister from a broken place. And that's something that I would have come to recognize in our sessions. And you are phenomenal thank in you. what you do. And I thank God for you. One of my greatest blessings has been coming into contact with you and going on this journey of self-discovery. And 
healing and I don't know what the future holds for us but I am very excited to see the woman that I become because of your influence and the way that God causes you to speak life over me so thank you very much thank you also welcome so where can we find you like your um social media handles um well physical and old school so we live in St. George Barbados <laughs> yes definitely um so we are um, on our Facebook is Healthy Caught, Healthy Caught on Facebook. On our IG is Healthy Cottage two four six, and I think that's it. IG Facebook, yeah. Okay, and mm-hmm. yourself, your number? Uh, my number is 826-2527. 826-2527. Thank you so so much. Can you share? A few words of encouragement with our listeners who may be in a dark place right now. Yes, please. Um, to tell you that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and for a person that I was in a serious state of depression about what um, about five years ago, um, or be, yeah, a little longer than that, six years ago. Um, be you wake up and you just want to leave the earth because you feel like you know what there's no purpose or you know, if, if everything's wrong. So one of the things I want to say to you is the same thing a person said to me, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and there's hope. There is something beyond this darkness. There's something beyond this situation. And, you know, because you fail at a situation doesn't make you a failure, right? And many people associate failing, you know, or not being able to accomplish or not being able to pass something as though something is wrong with them. Um, no, there's more to you than a test. There's more to you than a mistake. Because you made a mistake doesn't make you a mistake. Because you did something wrong doesn't make you wrong. So the separation between you and, and an event or an action, you are not the totality of of a particular event. Um, you know, there, there's, there's, your purpose is bigger than, than your situation. And you see that so often in the Bible where people made humongous mistakes, but God still used them, you know. David you know, basically found himself in several situations, including, you know, murder and, and, and God used him. Moses was similar, you know, the Bible is filled with people that made mistakes, but that was not the totality of the person. Um, and I want to say to you today that you're bigger than your mistakes, you're bigger than your problems. And, and one of the things is, is that everything that God creates has a purpose to solve a problem. So you're here to solve a problem. Um, it's just, it needs someone to help you during your seasons. Um, it doesn't matter if you're divorced. It doesn't matter if your relationship at work. It doesn't matter if you're the black sheep. It doesn't mean matter if you just feel financially, your business went bankrupt. You just lost a house. You know, you just lost a loved one, your mother, you know, lost a child. Um, it can be devastating, can be hard. But God is saying to you, um, just hang in there and find someone to help you walk through, help you walk through this season so you can find light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you so much, St. Clair. I would just ask you, so that's the end of all of our questions, y'all. We need him back for a part two, right? Yeah, I think so too. So could you pray and close this out, please? Yes, please. The Heavenly Father, we... We bring all the listeners um, before you. In the name of Jesus, we declare that those that are listening, that this is not just a podcast, but it is to get to those persons, especially who are in a dark place, 
a place of failure, a place of um, broken health mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And this is a message to give them hope, a place of light to let them to know that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit is real, the Word is enlightening, that God, you are you are here, you are ever-loving Father in the name of Jesus. And for them, that through this, as they hear, they feel the Holy Spirit bring healing to their body. For those who are sick, healing in the name of Jesus, for those who are um, damaged emotionally, Father, that they be healing in the name of Jesus. So be clear, healing over their body, their mind, their heart, their soul, their spirit, their finances, their relationships. We declare mental health in the name of Jesus. Healthy emotions, healthy spirits. And we thank you for all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And amen. amen and amen. Thank you so much, St. Clair, for doing this with us, you guys. This is episode two, and I can't wait to come and share with you guys again. Thanks for listening. Bye. I love you.